Oh, hello. And bang, bang. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Woo! The only fireworks I think I'm setting off this season will be these two episodes right here. Previous episode, The Art of Reality TV, and this episode, The Art of My New Reality. That's right. That's right. I have been grinding and working and manifesting the biggest dream of my life. A dream I didn't think I would achieve until my babes were gone and grown, okay? And even then, the thought of achieving it at that age seemed impossible. Impossible, as they would say. But I'm here to tell you, I did the damn thing. I did the damn thing. And everything that I have held close to my heart, had on my mind, manifested every day with every fiber of my being, has happened. And now here I am in this new reality. And what do I do? Well, first I threw my hands up and ran around screaming like the building was on fire because the building was on fire. My old building, it was gone. That little safe haven that I had where I was hiding from all of my potential burned that bitch down in a second. And there I was out in the open with nothing but possibility. Seems enchanting. No. No, utterly terrifying in the best way, in the best way. But we do not approach fear like we used to here. No, 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 no. Fear does not get to drive. It gets to speak up every once in a while as a mini alarm sound just enough for us to take back control. So go brew that cup of coffee. Go roll that J. Get ready to turn it up because today is another episode of Real Talk with Ray. And we are back. Welcome back. Welcome back, beautiful souls. So, This episode is kind of focused on how I am accepting my new reality. You would think it would be an easy thing to just step into what you've wanted or manifested for so long, but I don't know. There's, there has to be like a transition period. And that's what I'm discovering myself that you need a moment to just sit in it. Like, even if you achieved your goal, stop right there, right there, that you achieved your goal. Because instantly, my brain split in two at first. Um, My critical, logical mind kicked in, going over all the things I could have done better and that I should do better next time, critiquing my own self, trying to grow and get better. Um, not in like a mean degrading way to myself, but like, ooh, hey, whoa, we were like so overtaken by nerves. We didn't do A, B, and C. We could have done this and that. Then the other side of my brain was like, okay, that's it. It's go time. Let's go. And all these ideas, all these directions, all these things that I could do started flooding my mind. I was elated and terrified and overwhelmed 
and I stopped for just a moment and realized I didn't celebrate enough. I didn't take a moment to sit back and relax in this new moment. I instantly thought, okay, well, now the work really begins, which it will. It will never end. I, I picked a pretty great career path. Um, always learning, always growing. It's going to keep me busy. Did that for a reason. I love this shit. <laughs> I love it so fucking much. I think there should be more people dedicated to understanding the human condition and the mind and our energies and our thoughts, what we're capable of, the mind-body connection, all of it. So, I mean, I chose wisely, but it took me a minute to settle in. And it's it's been waves, like, first of all, signing up for yoga teacher training. That was my first wave of reality where I was waking up every day, realizing I pulled the trigger and I hit the bullseye. Like, this is badass. Let's keep going. And then I started to manifest where I wanted to teach. Started taking classes there. It was the only studio that I wanted to go to. So er, back up, first of all, I would say maybe a month before I pulled the trigger on my yoga teacher training. I uh, took a yoga class at Soulfire Yoga. It had only been open a couple months. And Megan, who I had known from high school and from my hometown, had a studio of her own and was also kind of teaching in other studios. She had this whole thing and it was mm, a fucking masterpiece, if I do say so, so myself, like a fucking chef's kiss to her and her craft beautiful human beautiful mind oh anyway I I love people for their mind and creativity and intelligence let me tell you like that's what draws me to people and that class that that solidified me wanting to become a teacher that lit the path for where I wanted to teach but Megan had this whole hour and a half yoga class that was the dark side of the moon and it went through Pink Floyd's dark side of the moon album from start to finish and then ended with like a 30 minute sound bath and I swear to you it felt like five minutes and it was amazing like the whole the whole experience the community it was everything that I had wanted in my my hometown to support my yoga love and I told myself, when I pull the trigger, this is the studio. This, hands down. Like, I know there's a few others in the area. I've checked them out online. Haven't heard anything word of mouth. And let me tell you, their energy does not draw me like Soulfire did. So I, I zeroed in. I knew that was kind of like, hey, don't put all your eggs in one basket. But I'm like, hey, we're testing the hands of manifestation. And if I'm being honest with myself and what I want anything else would be settling at this point like this is where it feels like home I've been looking for a studio that feels like home and that's hard to describe because you're at a foreign place with random people but when you find a yoga studio that's home you don't go anywhere else that's just it is what it is that is that is your place of practice and I manifested that I a month later after taking that yoga class came the opportunity to sign up for my training and I did that and after signing up for my training 
I was like, you know what? No, I am going to, I want to be a part of this community. And I, I didn't necessarily wait to be asked. I was like, I'm just going to become a part of it. I know I belong to this community and this community in a sense belongs to me. We are like-minded souls. I just have to put myself out there. And so I did. I started going to yoga classes. And of course, you can't help but connect with some of the teachers. It The whole place just radiates freaking light and love. And so started following some of them on Instagram. Some started following me first. And I was like, whoa, this is a beautiful thing. This is like energy, recognizing like energy. Yes, 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 yes. Like not only did I work on manifesting being like able to teach there, but I wanted a community. I wanted a community to collaborate and support me and not help me feel so alone. Like my whole yoga journey has been pretty solitary. There are maybe I could say two friends off the top of my head that at any point in time I was like hey there's a yoga class they'd probably be down <clears throat> you know even then I'm I'm obviously the one they're like oh no you're the master I'm like I'm not the master I just I put in the hours probably well over 10,000 at this point um <clears throat> but I've never had people to talk yoga with there's Yogi Brian, who I follow on Instagram and talk to a little bit before he kind of like blew up. Like we had a lot in common, that Aquarius mindset. And I can go to him every once in a while, but I feel bad. Like this man's running a fucking empire at this point. And I'm like, here I am still just like putzing along, you know, and he, he'll believe in me and he'll support me, <laughs> you know. And at the same time, I'm like, I need I need a home base. I need home base for Ray. <coughs> as much as I love Yogi Brian, <coughs> as much as I love that online yoga community, it doesn't do the same for in your actual hometown. There's just, there's a different flow to it. So started manifesting that, right? Started taking the classes. I even took a picture of the front desk as is, right? Beautiful, just like backdrop to be able to you know, shout out the studio, but also for like visual manifestation for me. I wanted to picture that front desk in my mind and not necessarily me on the side of checking in, but on the side of greeting people coming to the studio. Started just there, just me being on flipping myself to the other side of that table and slowly but surely, I would get there. And it would be funny because obviously the more you show up, it's a community. I didn't even have to go up to the desk to check in. They would just know it was me and check in, which was beautiful. <clears throat> and then flash forward, I finish my yoga teacher training. Certified. Go on vacation. And I'm like, now what? I know what. Right? Like, I, I know what comes next. But it was more so just me looking at me, waiting for me to do what, you know, um, before I even finished yoga teacher training, the owner of Soulfire reached out asking if I taught and I was like, wholly humbled. First of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, in the future. Yes, that is my goal. I'm actively working towards that. And she told me to let her know 
when I was done with my training. I was like, yes, of course. Well, I did. Okay. Spoiler alert. I did. But I didn't right away. I had to take that time to just live in the moment of accomplishing my first goal of getting the certification. It came at the perfect time. Right before. Like, literally, I think it was the day before or the day we were leaving on vacation that I got the email. And I was like, this is perfect. I get to go away for a few days. I'm surrounded by nature and I can just repeat to myself over and over again, you are a certified yoga teacher. Just let that, let that nugget soak in. Um, Which obviously we were, um, a lot of you saw the post, we were out in the middle of nowhere on that trip in the most beautiful way. There was no sound of any modern day living, no sound of cars, no sounds of construction, city, sirens, nothing. It was just nature. That was it, just nature and it was beautiful. Um, And then their small little town that they had like 15 minutes from our cottage had a pizza place, a little small restaurant, an ice cream shop and a crystal shop. Did I know that before going there? No. Had I hoped I would find like a cute, unique little hometown crystal shop? Yeah, of course. I check everywhere if I can go. Um, But I hadn't before we got there because for where we were in the middle of nowhere, I was like, eh, I doubt I'm going to find my rock loving freaks like this. Um, But I did. And it was beautiful. Uh, Beautiful little shop. Got a cute little shelf. And it just kind of solidified the whole experience of sitting in and accomplishing my goals. I did it. Step one, I did it. I did the training. Step two, I have to teach a class, right? (laughs) Hi, hello. I'm a yoga teacher. On paper, yeah, I got to practice. I do it myself, but now I got to let the inner monologue in my head translate to somebody else. Um, And that's going to take a little bit of muscle flexing and working for me. And finally, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to reach out to Alyssa. I was like, I don't know if and when she'll even have a spot open. But she said, let her know when I am done. And I've been done for almost a month now at the time that I decided to tell her. So I was like, I think a month and sitting in it and kind of like thinking of the different ways I wanted to go. I still wholeheartedly had my heart set on wanting to be a part of that community and that studio. So I reach out and within minutes, she reaches back. My little heart was like a pitter, patter, pitter, patter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. To the point where I almost didn't open the message because I was like afraid of like what it would say if it was bad. Like I was just so, I was like a kid experiencing Christmas all over again. It was, it was crazy. Um, and she knew that I had no experience. Okay. Like she, she was full transparency. Like I have talked to her, you know, we've like kept in contact on social media. I've gotten to know her. She's super awesome. Um, and so she tells me that, uh, there might be like a sub position and I was like, hell yes. Like I just want, I want my foot in the door. I want to soak up some knowledge. I just, I want to be in it. I know the more I'm exposed and the more I flex my muscles, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it down like I am a I'm a repetition in it person like I I can't just read a book and do it I got to continuously go out there and like physically do it 
And so that was the original, hey, there might be a sub spot and then later we can move you into something else. I'm like, cool, grateful, glad that you even messaged me back so quickly. So much love. And then she messages me back telling me she may have a spot for a fire vinyasa class on Wednesdays. And instantly I was like, whoa, first of all, I love hot yoga. Absolutely, hands down, probably my favorite studio yoga, simply because I have built up the tolerance and I love the sweat. It's a different kind of sweat. Like when I am, and when I'm good mentally and I just wanna be able to like flow and connect through yoga, I love hot yoga. When I really need to like take care of myself mentally and physically, I do like the general normal yoga. It's just what works for me. Um, But I knew, I knew I wasn't qualified for that yet, but it was an opportunity. And an opportunity could only teach me something, right? So this was like one of those moments where I'm like, okay, like I'm coming toe to toe with my failure my fear of failure, I should say, because I haven't failed yet. So far, I've only been succeeding more than I thought I would, okay? I'm being offered something I know I'm not qualified for yet. And I have to like ask myself, are we just going to say, I am so grateful for the opportunity, but I'm not ready and back out? Or are we just going to fucking go for it and see where we land? Shoot for the moon, land among the stars. That was kind of like my motto for this because... Here I have been manifesting an opportunity and it's right there. Now, in my heart of hearts, did I think I would just slide into that spot? Hell no. Hell no. I barely thought I was worthy of teaching it at first, okay? But when presented with that opportunity, I have learned the universe doesn't knock twice pretty close together. Like if you deny the universe and you deny an opportunity, you better learn why the fuck you did that before it knocks again. And I was not about to wait. I was not about to wait. I was ready to go. So I did it. I did the class. I did the damn thing. Was it perfect? Hell no. It was a fucking dumpster fire compared to what I had visioned in my head. But I know and I knew the first one would be. I have this thing that happens when I'm overwhelmed. I try my best. I try my very best. And this happened every time at school when I had to like perform in front of people outside of a group or publicly speak outside of a group I my my nerves my anxiety almost disassociates me from my body just a little bit just enough that I know kind of what's going on but not until it's over not always the greatest thing have to admit I'm not a fan of it uh it's something I constantly work on um which at my age and the way I approach things, there's not many things that send me into that deep of a panic for that to happen, (laughs) except for my first yoga class. (laughs) I felt like I was in school and cheer camp all over again, performing my jumps and shit all by myself. Fun fact, in eighth grade, eighth grade cheer camp, This is one of those moments where I was like, Rachel, we're not doing this shit the rest of our life. Like, we're not. But anyway, when you would perform, there were several days where we like learned the material. 
Um, I think I can say this now. Our coaches somehow had the material early. <laughs> Is that why we did so well? Is that why we kept getting those trophies and ribbons? Yeah, probably. Um, because as soon as they started to teach us and we looked at each other like we already know this, they gave us that death stare and like that little throat cut. Like, mm -mm, you don't. You don't know this. And so we're like, oh, we play dumb. Got it. Uh, but you would learn the first few days. And throughout this, the NCA, the National Chair Association, would be watching. And certain people who were outstanding for jumps, cheers, tumbling, flying, basing, what have you, could potentially get a ribbon. And you, I can't remember what the ribbon was called. But either way, it was like this pretty cool white ribbon. And then at the end of cheer camp, everybody would be able to basically try out for the uh, NCA team or whatever, or to be a part of something. It came to my jumps, and I'm not going to lie. Was I the best at tumbling? No. I did come into the game a little late, and I was really tall and lanky at that time. But my jumps, I could use those long legs to my advantage, and I worked so hard on my side hurdle toe touches. Uh, because we had to do three jumps, right? So left hurdle, toe touch, right hurdle. Afterwards, the camp person, they gave me a ribbon and they're like, hey, come see me afterwards. And I was like, okay. Guess what? My anxiety kicked in and I was like, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I fucked up. I don't know what I did. I did nothing. I know I did nothing, but they're going to say I did it and I'm in trouble. And nope. And then my other thought was like, ooh, but if they want me to like try out for that team or do that thing in front of everybody I was like mm, no I can't do that either can't do that either uh so I didn't go talk to them afterwards <clears throat> didn't try out for the team and kicked myself afterwards now did I want to be a part of that team no not really eh, I, I didn't like the spotlight like that however the fact that I could have tried to see if I was I was great at something I loved and I just didn't try that that kicked me in the can you know in eighth grade that kicked me in the can so when this opportunity came to teach this yoga class I I, I had to eighth grade Rachel was not allowing us to say no she's like I don't care if we burn the whole thing down with how horrible it is we tried and we'll know what not to do because this is this is the path we chose and how else are you gonna learn and this is the best opportunity in the place that you wanted to be. And then all of a sudden, eighth grade Rachel was like, look, even if you don't get the position, at the end of teaching that yoga class, you would have accomplished your goal. You said your goal was to teach yoga at Soulfire. Hi, hello, I did that. Woo, holy shit. <laughs> I did that. And the my most favorite part about all of it was um, I was able to invite a couple friends to attend and then she was going to invite members and yoga teachers that like teach there. There was only one face in that room I didn't recognize um, and shout out to Taylor if you ever listen to this. Um, Taylor is the one member that I personally did not know that came and attended my class and I am hella grateful. Um, but it was a beautiful thing to see friends and faces of friends. Like the yoga teachers that showed up, Christy and Kay. Like Kay, I've been following him since Solace way back in the day. 
and it's been really fun to watch his journey and watch him grow and it's fucking inspiring as all get out and he shows up to support me and I'm like oh my god like immense love and then Christy who is like my other favorite teacher I love her fire classes like to some they may be like strict and hard but as like a a diehard yogi oh it kicks my ass like it humbles me and I love to be humbled in my own practice like I know other people be like no I want to feel like I'm on top no I want to constantly be humbled. I want to constantly learn something new about myself. I sometimes want to second guess myself just so I can learn something new. You know, like there's these weird little challenges that pop up in those moments. And every time I walk away with gold. Um, So to see her there to support me was amazing. Amazing. Um, Afterwards, I did not get the exact position I wanted. But you know what? That's okay. Because even afterwards, I was like, I don't know if I'm ready in the sense that I want to make sure the content that I'm providing is like tippy top to my students. Do I want that in my future? Hands down, wholeheartedly. Will I aim for that still? Yeah, of course. But now I have the opportunity to be able to teach a yoga class. Um, No definitive date yet. Uh, Wednesdays around seven. It'll be a donation-based class and it'll give me the opportunity to like practice and connect and grow in my teaching and with the community. And honestly, that right there, that is enough for me right now. Again, still exactly what I wanted and manifested. Teaching at Soulfire Yoga, having a supportive community, helping me and not judging me. Like not one person... I know this sounds so crazy and I this is going to be my corporate America showing like hi hello worked at Apple for so many years. Afterwards, I was so ready. I was so ready for everyone to like give me feedback and you know like tell me, "Hey, this was really great, blah blah blah, try working at A B and C," which the owner did. She definitely did. Um but it was not in the way that I'm used to. It was so loving, so supporting. They saw the vision. They understand exactly where I've been. They've been in my shoes. And they are extending like a mentorship to me. Like, hi, hello, me over here just like manifesting magic. What? What? Can I get an oh yeah? Shit. I mean, like, I'm still I'm still in that moment of I did that. I did that. And I'm going to keep doing that. What? what what things that I thought were so far removed from my present moment are like coming at me fast and here's the thing I never put a timetable on like when my goals should be reached right like as far as when it came to finishing my training and certifying yeah I didn't want to dilly dally with that that was something that was a little bit more substantial but as it came to actually figuring out what direction I wanted to take this. I've done my best not to rush myself. I have a lot of ideas. That is just normally my thing. But I, as I sit in it and as I practice, like I'm going to be able to hone my voice and how I want it to come across. Because here's the thing I'm learning. I think I'm a tough love kind of person and everybody else tells me I am just so loving, soft, and supportive. 
I'm like, really? I throw fuck around all the time. Like, people aren't off put by that. Like, you know, like, I just, I think I also, through teaching, will kind of discover maybe my outward persona and or my aqua son isn't as hard bitch as she thinks she is. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm figuring. Um, so I'm hoping through opening my Patreon and continuing to grow and share my practice, I will hone my voice a little more. And obviously with the help of the community that I am now, you know, stepping into, that will also be made possible. So if you're out there, again, if you are fumbling the motherfucking ball on your dreams, that's cool. Do a couple of somersaults, do a little, a little, you know, spinny spin and land in like a little, you know, dance move and just pause. Pick the ball up, start a new play. Okay. You can't have a successful win right after a fumble. You need to reset. Gotta reset that. Okay. If you keep going, you're going to keep with the fumble fingers. Pauses, moments in between will help you move from one reality to the next. Like your reality is constantly changing based off of your perceptions and the agreements that you, you know, allow with yourself and others. Those agreements can change. Those relationships can change. They can change with yourself. So don't ever count yourself out. I was telling my almost 12-year-old this today because he was running me down. He was like, Mom, oh my gosh, we don't even know what Grayson wants to be when he grows up. And I'm not going to lie. I haven't asked my youngest. I asked my oldest. And of course, his answer constantly changed. Um, And I didn't want to put that pressure on him. I was like, why do you have to decide right now? Like, my oldest already has a hard time deciding things. Like, you have to give him this or that. Don't, mm -mm, do not ask him an open-ended question. My Lanta will be here all day. He'll never pick a favorite. He'll never tell you. Um, And so I just, I stopped putting that pressure on him. And I was, what are you interested in? What do you like to learn about? Those were the questions I started asking. And today he was like, we don't even know what Grayson wants to be. Well, I guess he wants to be a teacher. And then my oldest, who's an earth sign, says, well, teachers don't make very much money. Thank you, Mr. Capricorn. Thank you. Who knows? Maybe by the time he's a teacher, they'll be appropriately paid. It is not a wrong profession. And I was like, Liam, did you know there are some teachers that are professors that teach at colleges that are also scientists and they get paid very well? And he was like, no. That sounds like something that Grayson could do. He could be an engineer and a teacher. And I'm like, damn right. And he'd make a lot of money, wouldn't he? I was like, but most importantly, hopefully he'd be happy. And then my oldest is like, yeah, I wanted to be a police officer. But then I learned you have to get tased. And so I I crossed that off the list. And I was like, no, that's fair. I think that is a fair choice to make. And he does not even want to harm a fly. So the fact of him even trying to like round somebody up and or get tased himself yeah we both knew that was not that was not in his gentle hearts line of work uh then he was like yeah and then I wanted to be a game designer but my dad told me that involves math and I don't like math so I picked a youtuber 
I just sat there for a moment, like can't crush his dreams, can't crush his dreams. So I was like, well, let's back up to the math thing. I was like, because this was like a year or two ago when you were kind of bad at math, you were struggling, right? Like you weren't confident, you didn't understand it, you know, like you were overwhelmed. I was like, but this last year, your teacher helped you and you've grown a lot in math. And I just threw out a whole bunch of like random math problems and he instantly got it. I was like, see, like you shouldn't count that out. And I told him, I was like, you're 11. I understand maybe not wanting to get taste where where I'm not going to tell you maybe you'll grow into that because that one, I don't know if anyone really grows into that. But I was like, as far as things like math or not understanding something, I was like, as an adult, I'm able to learn way more than when I was a kid sometimes. I was like, so don't count yourself out. Don't ever count yourself out. You're constantly learning and growing. You can always get better at something. You can always revisit another choice if you want. Who's to say you change your mind to something else? That's fine. I was like, but don't ever count yourself out because you think you're not good at something. And he was like, okay, no, you're right. And all of a sudden, he was like, whoa, a little confidence boost. You're right. Holy crap. He, all of a sudden, the doors for what he really wanted to do were opening again. And I'm like, there you go. There you go. Like, even adults need this advice. Just because you used to be bad at something or you think you're bad at something, something is there there's there's a there's a damn good chance that those thoughts and those words aren't even yours they could be the thoughts and opinions of older siblings friends your parents couldn't tell you how many thoughts in my head I thought were real until I realized they were just my narcissistic mom's tendency to put her own shit on me like she would tell me I couldn't find my way out of a glass bottle Mainly because if we went anywhere as a family and I started to drive the way I was familiar with, if it wasn't her route, I didn't know where I was going. Which I knew was incorrect. I knew I was getting from A to B and it was the correct A to B. It was just not her, you know, A and a half to B. So it was wrong. There's so many other things that she told me I was bad at that I'm learning she just didn't like the way I did it or didn't understand how I did it. So she attacked it. As a young child, the person raising you, what they have to say about you, forms a lot of the thoughts and opinions you have about yourself. So when you go to doubt yourself, stop, pause, ask, first of all, why the fuck are you abusing yourself like this? Hi, hello, stop. That is not constructive. It does not help. Nobody's going to stop you from abusing you, except for you. So stop that first. And then ask yourself why you're doubting yourself. What facts, what logic do you actually have to back that negativity up? Because when you go toe-to-toe with fear and anxiety and ask it for logic, yeah, you're not going to find it. Which is great. Which is great for you, let me tell you, because that will get you right on your way. You have no reason to fear or doubt yourself. Oh, you might fail? Still not a reason. Try again. Failure is succeeding on figuring out ways that didn't work. So please, tell me again. Why are you doubting yourself? Because you don't have a crowd behind you supporting you? So what? Get behind you and support you. Because when you believe in what you're doing, that 
influences the thoughts and opinions of everyone around you and they start to believe in you. Manifestation is more than just manifesting your goals. You can also manifest thoughts and opinions of yourself. You can rewrite that. And the more you live that and manifest that, that's going to spread to those in your circle. Then they will see you. They will check in. They will lift you up. Stop waiting for a white knight or a princess to come save you. You are that white knight. You are your knight in shining armor. Sometimes you just shake a bit. It's okay. It's all right. Just make sure you are not doubting yourself to a detriment. Doubt is beautiful for a moment. But that doubt should be raising questions. If you can't answer those questions logically, the doubt is not logical. Move on. It's my advice for you this week. Stop fumbling the ball. Go out there and chase your goals. I don't even care what your it doesn't matter how big or how small the goal is. You want to start gardening? You want to get plants? Go buy some plants. Google YouTube how to do that. You want to look for aliens in your backyard? Go fucking do that. I mean, invite me first, but go do that. You want to paint a painting? Go ahead. It doesn't have to be a Van Gogh masterpiece. You can still paint a painting. Stop putting so much pressure on your goals, on your wants, on your needs, on the simple things that could just bring you into the present moment. Go out there, live life, and manifest the reality you want. Say nice things to yourself. You deserve it. Go on, little rock star. All right, talking about manifesting, finish this episode, get on Instagram. I have a message from Soulfire Yoga, y'all, upgrading my mind-body membership to staff. Whew, I can't say that word without smiling from ear to ear. And then she wanted to know if I can start teaching in the non-heated room next Wednesday at 7. Hell yes, I can. Hell yes, I can. So... For all of you out there who love and support me and you want to hang and flow with me for an hour, you can do so Wednesdays at Soulfire Yoga, 7 p.m., donation base. You can bring cash or we have a a Venmo. I think it's Soulfire Yoga SB. Donate what you can. That goes towards our scholarship fund and all the goodies to help everybody in the community. And honestly, helps me. Helps me practice. Helps me be part of the community. So come flow. Come hang. Come give me some feedback and support South Bend and support manifesting your motherfucking dreams.